Hallelujah. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. You know the story. Jesus has been in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights. God is a God of design. God is a God of intention. God is a God of purpose. God is a God of cycles. God is a God of timing. God instituted time in order to perpetrate his will into the earth. He created humanity, Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Let us make man in our image, imagio Dei, in our likeness, and let him have dominion in all the earth. Since God set the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth in their orbits as he did, he created time for no other reason than to give himself the ability to leave eternal majesty and leap into an earthly manger in order that he might reconcile and redeem to buy back as a purchased possession and, and repair the rendered and torn relationship between a timeless God and a temporal man. So God uses time, if you will, as a prostitute. It was Perez born to Judah and Tamar that gave us a realization and an understanding that God will use time as Judah used Tamar, a harlot, for no other reason than to perpetrate his will into the earth. Just touch somebody and tell them, you're about to give birth to a miracle you didn't even know you were pregnant with. In the next 48 hours, there's something about to be released in your life. Now, I'm not talking about we're going to talk about it. I'm talking about you're going to put your hands on it. You're going to feel it and know it and experience it. I can't get no help yet, but I get some in a minute. God sets times. Jesus fasted how long? 40 days. Elijah fasted how long? 40 days. Jesus was in the wilderness tempted how long? 40 days. Not 32 days, not 12 days, not 18 days, or 47 days. You're not here with me right now. I, I need you to come to the realization and revelation that God has set his timetable and he's been waiting on your time to catch up to his eternalness and when in time God sets the mark he then stands back and waits on you to enter into that season that he has foreordained your miracle manifestation to come to pass so you might just as well shout now because time is about to carry you And you might as well let the devil know, if he can't stop time, he can't stop your miracle. Mm, somebody just shout, it's coming. It's on the way. I'm about to run headlong into exactly what God predetermined from the foundation of the world that I ought to walk in. Before I ever broke the bloody flanks of my mama, before my daddy ever held me, before that tree grew from an acorn to produce the pew that I'm sitting on right now, God saw this moment and he said, that's the time, that's the set time that you step I just feel like saying this right now. Just take your hand just like this and say, just, just, just do it one time for me. I'm, I'm an audience participation preacher. Come on, do this right here. Just say, just say, just say. And if you got room, just lift your leg up and put it forward and say, say, excuse me, but it's my time. Tell your neighbor, don't get in my way. Don't get in my way. I feel a shout come. Don't, don't even look like. 
even look like you don't think it's your time because if you don't step into your time, I'll move into it. I gotta, I gotta, don't kill me now. No, you, 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 no, you still haven't gotten it yet. Because when that harlot got pregnant, to perpetrate the will of God, then she conceived twins. Because there's always a devil. assigned to the point of your breakthrough he's just been waiting because it is his objective to step into that spot in your place and sure enough baby number one came down the birth canal but your bible said he stuck out his arm we always trying to do by the arm of the flesh what can only be accomplished by divine directive in the arena of the spirit you didn't hear what i just said touch your neighbor and say you can't do this on your own tell him this isn't about you tell him this isn't about you you're about to step into a miracle that don't have nothing to do with you But come on now, there's something trying to get in your way. Baby number two that that I've heard preachers say, and baby, and that baby went back up in the womb. Are you kidding me? He didn't go back up in the womb. The firstborn gets everything. The secondborn gets nothing. Baby number two said, just one minute. Excuse me. This is my time. And that baby came down head first. What does that mean? God has highly exalted him, made him to be the head over all things to the church. I dare you right now to give him glory for what you're about to step into. Jesus came at the appointed time, at the set time. Young, sit down. It don't make me hurry. I'm 50. Today, it's my party. I preach if I want to. Jesus, tempted in the wilderness, 40 days, 40 nights. Comes down out of the wilderness, enters into Sunday morning church service. Picks up the book of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 61 is where he went. And finding the place where it is written, he began to declare the spirit of the Lord God is upon me close your Bible close your Bible the spirit of the Lord is upon me no 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 the spirit of the Lord is not coming is not hesitating the spirit God what spirit the same spirit that invaded the borrowed tomb of Joseph of Arimathea and raised to life again the three day dead body of the prince of God that same spirit not a third watered down version of that spirit not a third cousin four times removed by marriage the same spirit I gotta help some of y'all The only reason to have a body is to express the life that's in it. Old folk used to have a saying, they said, chickens cluck, donkeys bray, horses winning. Help me, elder. Pigs oink. Even when they in the parlor. We got some pigs in the parlor. (laughs) 
But you can take an old pig, dress him up, put a ribbon around his neck, put a Chanel scarf around his neck. But don't leave your pig. Because before you turn your back, he's going right back to the wallow, right where it came from. Because a pig's a pig, and a horse is a horse. Old folk used to say if it clucked like a duck and walked like a duck and swim like a duck, chances pretty good, it's a duck. And I'm just wondering what you are. Because you want to sit there and let me stand up here and tell you that the same Holy Ghost, <laughs> the same Holy Ghost, that blind man healing Holy Ghost, that leper cleansing Holy Ghost, that tongue talking, what water walking Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. Somebody ought to give expression to the life that's in Come on, praise him just a minute. Touch somebody and tell them, you might not want to stand too close to me because the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead is right now personally present, resident on the inside of me. language right now come on give birth to something bigger than you greater than you the spirit of the Lord how do I feel at 50 I feel like I could run through a troop and leap over a wall hallelujah Hallelujah, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. A thousand fall at my left hand, ten thousand at my right, but it shall not, shall not, shall. So let the storm clouds rise. Let the dark clouds rise. They don't worry me. I'm sheltered safe within the arms of God. He walks with me and not of earth shall harm me for I'm sheltered. I dare you to shout God's got me covered. I'm sheltered in the arms of God. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me for a specific reason. Because he hath anointed me. I can't. Because he has anointed me they taught me one thing in the Baptist church be instant in season and out of season what does that mean you got to be ready and Pentecostal folk they always tarrying they always waiting on the moving of the water and here's good gospel news for you. If you don't see a ripple, stick your hand in and stir it up. You were anointed when you threw the covers off of it this morning. You were anointed when you put your shoes on your feet. You were anointed when you combed your hair. Slap somebody a high five and say, stop waiting. No, I got to hurry. Y'all killing me. Because he hath anointed me. 
now, 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 you don't understand. Some of you have been in so many healing lines, you look like a greased pig at a county fair. You, you've had so much little dabble, do you? And you come in here tonight, honey, you better wear your old clothes. I want buckets of oil in here. I don't want no, don't give me a little bottle like that. I don't want none of that stuff. I'm in a river of the sweet Holy Ghost. I feel it bubble. I feel it flow. Go ahead and let it take me where it wants me to go. I'm in a river of the sweet Holy Ghost. Hell, do you know what it means? It means you're painted. <laughs> yeah, come on, somebody paint with me. Say you're painted. <laughs> Tell your neighbor you painted. You painted like a target. That's what anointing me. You painted like a target with a fragrance that attracts the favor of God. That's why he said it'll track you down if you tell somebody you can't run from this. It'll seek you out. It, you say, I'll run to my car. It'll be there to open the door. You have an unction of the Holy Ghost. Sit down. Painted like a target with a fragrance that attracts the free favors of God. And then he... I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get right through the, to preach the gospel to the poor quick because I'll preach it if you leave it send me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised and our God to preach the acceptable year of the Lord yet give me the next verse and he everybody just go like this everybody come on come on you ready on three one two three no 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 you need to let the devil see you do it come on come on come on what are you what are you gonna do you gonna close the book We're writing another line about this story. We ain't telling. What's that mean? It's over. It's done. It's finished. It's concluded. There is a consummation. But help me shout. The only reason God brings you to a consummation is so that he can launch an initiation. The only reason he brings you out is so that he can take you in. Somebody needs to let the devil know this chapter is closed, baby.
annoying. We're going to close that chapter. While you're here in the next 48 hours, we're closing that chapter. in the synagogue were fastened on him and he began to say unto them this day you may not know it when you woke up this morning but it's this day today set time is the scripture fulfilled in your ears? To preach the acceptable year of the law. Joanna, join go to Leviticus 25. Just while you're turning, just say, it's over. It's over. It's over. Here is that to which the Savior was referring. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years. A Sabbath, of course, seven. Seven times seven years. And the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to sound. Stop. I was at a harvest prep basketball game last night. Eight and O. Oh. Eighth ranked team in the state. A little Christian school. And the referee blew a whistle. And half the crowd jumped up and started. Here's what Jesus did. And let me, let, me, let me explain something to you. When a word from God is given, reason is never required. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. Some of you, like they were in the synagogue that day, you said they're counting. Well, let's see now. He closed the book, went over and sat down. He said it was finished. Pastor Battle, it's just like a good, good God to allow me to be born January the 13th 1957 with 22 inches of snow on the ground to let me come into the earth because he knew that 50 years later there would need to be a jubilee proclaimed isn't it just like God to let me have my jubilee 
in the year 2007. Oh God, I got I can't preach, I gotta hurry. I know I can't preach, I gotta hurry. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, seven, of course, is the number of perfection. Seven is the number of completion. And I already heard you skeptics. I hear, well, I don't know. Look at the way 2007 started. First of all, we, we had we had Saddam Hussein. The, the first three days of 2007, here's what we had. We had Saddam Hussein die. We had former President Gerald Ford die. You couldn't turn on CNC, CNC MSNBC, uh, don't ever turn on CNN, Fox News. All you heard was Saddam's dead, uh, President Ford's dead, dear, dear God, Wendell. Huh? The Godfather of Soul, James Brown's dead. I mean, he got everybody involved. Do you understand? And folks say, look at 2007. All it is earmarked by death. Well, of course it had to begin with death because you can't have a resurrection. I dare you to slap somebody and tell them this is a year of the resurrection power of the Spirit of God. Shout, I'm getting up. Shout, I'm getting up. Are you kidding me? Psalm 133 said, what gets in the head gets in the body. If it's my jubilee. And isn't it like God to let me have my 50th year in the year 2007, the year of completion. In this year, as surely as I'm standing here, God Almighty is about to finish what he started in your life I will perfect that which concerns you he that hath begun a good work in you will perform touch somebody and tell him he's going to do it tell him he's going to do it No, I got to say it another way. I, I, I got to say it another way. I, I got to say it another way. I, I got to say it another way. Here. I say it another way. 2007 is the year that functional situations become perfected. No, 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 Hold on. Hold on now. I'll, I'll let you shout here in a minute. Are you ready? Functional situations become perfected. Here's what I mean. You got healed, but you're still hurt. You got out of the wheelchair, but you're still limping. 
You got off welfare. But you're still paying rent. You built your church building. But it's not full. Joe, you got the verse, but you need the chorus. You, you, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you missed the divorce court, but you're not happy. Your kids got off crack, but they're not in church. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get through to nobody. I, 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 you, there's something. There's something that God called you to do. And you've been struggling and you've been fighting and you've been standing and you've been working and you've been praying and you've been fasting. Can I tell you what God said? The foundation is laid. That was your job. He's about to build the house. Oh, somebody shout on that. single people you missed the wrong one but you haven't got the right one yet come on God's about to complete a thing God's about to finish a thing we settle we settle for withered hands And we act as though we will bankrupt heaven if we desire to see the fulfillment of the dream God placed in our hearts. I'm here to tell you today, dream again. Dream again. Dream bigger than you've ever dreamed. Believe more than... Now I can't get... I can't get... Okay, okay. Now, okay, let me give you this. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. All right. Go ahead and take it, honey. It's free. It's all free. I ain't afraid of wildfire. I'm just afraid of no fire. I'm painted with a fragrance that attracts the favor of God. It's the year of Jubilee. Here's what happens. And you shall sanctify, I believe it's what, verse 10, Leviticus 25:10. Is that right? Are you all bored? Okay, because I'm not to the text yet, really. Okay. Okay, now. Leviticus 25.10. Uh, oh. And you shall hallow, shall sanctify the 50th year. 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 What does that mean? That means I'm not fighting with you in 2007. That means I'm not stressing in 07. You want the, you, you, you want to get into it with me? You're going to have to wait to 08. I asked the Lord the other day, I said, I said give, me a, give me a 21st century, a 21st century definition of Jubilee. And God said, I'm going to cut you a break. I'm going to part the clouds just for a little while. I'm going to stay the hand of your adversary just for a minute. I'm going to let you catch your breath. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send, I'm going to send legions of angels just to minister to you. 
just cause my favor is being released upon you. Not because you're so cool or your faith confession is right. You do everything right now. And I have nothing to do with that. It has to do with I set the time. Babies come when they want, not when you decide. You're not listening to me. Y'all, y'all sitting there looking at me, your halo so crooked on your crown, like you don't need no break. I grab you and slap you right now. Like you don't need no break. You mean to tell me you wouldn't like to go through just one day and put your prayer life on overdrive to say, take care of this, Lord. You mean just one day you would like for the Holy Ghost just to say to the devil. Just one time you would like for the devil to lose your name in his Rolodex. Just one time you would like to have to not walk the floor at night. Just one time you'd like to eat the Big Mac instead of giving it up to fight some devil. I'm here to tell you 2007 it's Jubilee. Not in 2007, because you know what I'm going to do? I close the book and go sit down, look toward heaven and say, hey, hey, what you going to do about this? They handed me my baby. They said, he'll, he'll never know you're his daddy. Is that right? No treatment. No cure. No hope. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. I see you. Graduated from the University of Maryland. I see that. Okay. So you're qualified on treatment. You qualified on cure. But now wait just a minute. You ain't qualified on hope. Somebody help a Baptist boy. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. My boy's in the ninth grade. Six feet, one inches tall, 185 pounds, all boy. He don't play with Barbie dolls and a kin neither. school he's leading in his class to be the valedictorian he's never made a B but at 6-1 you ought to be lining up defensive end that's where you need to be huh power forward that's where you need to be you're not listening to me Because there are still some things in my son's life. Don't look down your nose at me. My boy used to sit in a corner and drool from his mouth. I used to scream his name and he wouldn't even look at me. And the doctor said no treatment. And the doctor said no cure. And the doctor said no hope. He'll never go to school. He'll never read a book. My My boy just came back from the prom. They said he'll never have a relationship. My boy just came back from the prom. 
He said, Daddy, I got to talk to you. I said, all right, what do you want to talk about? He said, last night. I walked Sarah to the door. I said, you did? Yeah. And? Then I kissed her goodnight. I said, were you a gentleman? He said, yes, sir. I asked her first. I said, what'd she say? He said, she went, I thought you never asked. But Elder Mathis, I'm not done yet. There's some stuff hanging out here. Somebody help me just a minute. I I feel my help coming because somebody gave up. You got almost there, but you quit. I'm here to tell you 2007. Functional things become complete. Here now. Here now. So now. Leviticus 25.10. And you shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land. And all the inhabitants thereof. Here you go. And it shall be a jubilee unto you. And you shall return every man to his possession. And you shall return every man unto his family. No, no, no. I got to tell some single moms with three kids struggling to make it. Daddy's about to come home. I'm talking spiritually. I got to tell you a thing. Daddy's coming home. Daddy's coming home. The prophetic voice is returning. The authority is coming back. The apostles, the prophets are being established. You're not going to have to wonder what God is saying. You're not going to have to wonder what time it is. Here, three things God's about to release into your life in 2007. Three things. They're right there in the second half of Leviticus 25.10. Number one, he said, and you shall return every man. Let's start. Let's, let's. You understand the law of first mention. The reversal. Watch this. And you shall return every man unto his family. Last is first. First is last. And you shall return every man unto his family. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The institution of family has never been under the attack that it is under right now. I just put the finishing touches on the sequel to Silent No More this past week it's called culturally incorrect and it deals with diverging worldviews about and the clash that they're in in the city that i'm living in right now in columbus ohio 77 percent of the families in this city are without a father in the home 77%. Homosexuals and lesbians are screaming and clamoring to receive the rights of the marriage covenant. Families are under attack. If I would take this microphone, Stand up. Tell these people the diagnosis that your son received. Uh, He has autism spectrum disorder. Who else's son has ASD that you know? Uh, About five or six different, but your son. My son. So the same anointing. It's on me, it's on me.
I'm just, I'm just grabbing elders. I'm just grabbing elders. So your wife was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Breast cancer. Stand up, mother. Stand up, mother. Stand up, mother. How? My mother breasts were full of cancer. They scheduled the appointment to do a double mastectomy. My mother said, wait a minute, my son's got to preach for Brother Summerall. And I'm going to go there first. And I'm going to get a word from God. How long ago was that? About 23 years. 23 years ago. 23 years ago. We stood in Brother Summerall's office. Myself, Brother Summerall. T.L. Osborne laid hands on her. She said, I'm not even waiting to get back to Columbus. She went to the doctor in South Bend. There's the doctor. What? Right there's the doctor. Everybody else sit down now. This is the doctor. And, and what was that report, doctor? Our report was normal. 23 years ago. My mother went back to her doctor. He said, well, they do things different over there in South Bend. We'll run the test again. So they ran the test again. They put them side by side. One full of cancer, the other no sign of cancer. 23 years ago. The same anointing that's on the head gets in the body. Lay hands on him now. Shout, this is the year I receive the greatest miracle in the history of my family. Now I dare you to take 30 seconds and let every devil know this is your... man serves as a national director world harvest church ministerial fellowship he is my son he is my son how many churches you pastoring now two just two but there was a time when first we got connected when your family was in trouble yes like what my daughter was living a homosexual lifestyle my brother Stop! where's your daughter now she has a national christian young adult ministry across america she, she's teaching she's she has a wednesday night service where thousands probably about 500 teenagers come together to serve god she was in bondage, demonic bondage, demonic bondage, but we wouldn't let go. We wouldn't let go. We wouldn't let go. We wouldn't let go. And what's in the head gets in the body. I don't care if it's sexual perversion, illicit sex, unwanted sexually transmitted diseases giving up their virginity I dare you to close the book I dare you to close the book close the book close the book on your family
Secondly, you can sit down. Secondly, secondly, and you shall return every man to his possession. What's that song Ronnie sings, Stephanie? I'm taking my stuff back. Huh? Taking my stuff back. Huh? I want it all. What about the piece you took? I want it back. What about... What about the strength you took? I want it back. What about the power you took? I want it back. What about my destiny? I want it back. And all my dreams. I want them back. What about my families? I want them back. My communities. I want it back. Touch somebody and tell them I want it back. I came to get my stuff. Just excuse me. I came to get my stuff. This is my year. No devil. In the year of Jubilee, all oppression is broken. In the year of Jubilee, debts are canceled. In the year of Jubilee, debts are canceled. In the year of Jubilee, debts are canceled. What about the stuff he took? What, what about your family and all your dreams? Shall put it back. I just heard the Holy Ghost say, the Lord is about to rebuke the devourer for your... And you can't even get a shout on? When a word from God is given, reason is never required. Faith and faith alone must answer that door. It shall be a jubilee to you. I said, Holy Ghost, what are you saying? 2007 is the year. Okay, now, you're not ready for this. I talked to Brother Copeland the other day. We talked for quite a long time. And our, our discussion revolved around that Christians, even Pentecostal, charismatic, word of faith, whatever you want to call it, have no idea how to receive from the Lord. No idea. Don't know how. Don't know, don't, don't know how to receive. I determined this year, everybody that gives me a birthday present, I'm going to say, thank you. I didn't, I didn't do nothing, nothing. False humility stuff. No, no, well, I don't. Well. We don't know how to receive. And when God said this to me, it, God always starts working on me in late September, early October concerning the coming year. And when God said this to me, it reduced me to my knees, weeping in the presence of God. Here's what he said. In 2007, I'm going to bring the fulfillment 
of your greatest personal dream. No, no, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Not about your ministry. And God took me back. He caught me up. Those of you that never flow in the prophetic don't have any earthly idea what I'm talking about. He caught me up. And he took me back. He took me back to a little wooden chair sitting in a hallway in a hospital. Just outside, there were two chairs and a table in the middle sitting in the hallway, no one else there. Just outside an ultrasound room. My wife was in that room having an ultrasound done on our second child, Austin Chandler. The nurse had made all the preparations and she said, Pastor Parsley, would you like to be in? I said, no, I'll just sit here in this chair a minute. God said to me, would you like a boy or a girl? God said to me. My response was, I would never presume upon you, the giver of all life, to tell you what I want. And God said to me, I want to know if you want a boy or a girl. And I said, why? And he said, so I can show you how much I love you. And I said, he said, not because of your ministry. any other reason than to prove to you Rod Parsley that I love you extravagantly and you will always know I said in that case I've already got a daughter I'd like to have a son moment nurse came out of that room and said pastor parsley would you like to come look at your boy and every time i see god screams i love you yeah but god you know what the New York Times said? I love you. Lord, you hear what Dennis Miller said? I love you. I love you. Not because of who you are or others perceive you to be. Just because I love you. And in 2007, God wants to fulfill, you can call it selfish if you want to, I don't really care. God wants to give you the fulfillment of your dream. I don't know what that is for you. I don't know. I don't know. For me, I just got fed up with the secular media calling me a college dropout. They didn't want to know anything I'd done in the last 30 years. They just, college dropout. I went through my junior year and started this place when I was a sophomore. And by the end of my junior year, Pastor Sissy had, I was working two jobs. You didn't hear me. I was working two jobs, going to college full-time and pastoring this church. And the thing that went by the wayside was the last year of my college degree 
Now, I got 10 major ministries going on. I preach 150 nights a year outside this one, three times a week in here, Bible college, five daily broadcasts a week, weekly broadcast, 35 different television masters a week. I got a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old. I'm not looking for something to do. And I said, wouldn't it be a thing? My daughter, Ashton Blair, 17. She'll be the valedictorian of the Harvest Prep senior class this year. She's got a 4.23 average, accepted into any college or university she wants to go to. I said, wouldn't it be a thing if at 50 years of age, during my, senior, my daughter's senior year of high school, I went back and took my senior year of college while I'm not doing anything? So I did. I just finished the first semester. I got one semester left to go. And my GPA is 4.0. So don't say you can't. You see what I'm telling you? Now, how many of you know what Ephesians 3.20 says? Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to his power which is at work within us. So I got a call the other day from my dear friend, Dr. Jerry Falwell. Dr. Falwell, of course, is the president of the largest evangelical university in the world, Liberty University, largest in the world. He said they had a meeting of the Board of Regents, and they were discussing me, that bunch of wonderful Baptists. <laughs> and they said they had taken note of the work that I had done across the country, standing up for moral clarity, fighting for the release of Sudanese slaves, standing up for righteousness as God gave me strength. And they said, we would just like to know if you would be willing to accept a Doctor of Letters degree from Liberty University in May of this year. I'm the first Pentecostal or charismatic to ever be granted such a distinction. Now we started the year, we started the year with them calling me a dropout, and now they're gonna have to say Dr. Parsley. So what are you dreaming? What are you dreaming? Because this is the year. This is the year. I don't know what your dream is. Maybe it's to start a business. Jump in. Maybe it's to complete your education. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's to start a church. I don't know what your dream is. Maybe it's to write a book. I don't know what your dream is. All I know is it's Jubilee. Slap somebody a high five. And shout one time for me, it's Jubilee. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.